start that up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,219. Take the initiative, take some inspired action, and execute on it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from beautiful Miami, Florida, Gaston Rosato. Gaston, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? All buckled up, uh, Mark. Buckled up and warmed up. All right, here we go. Gaston Rosato is the founder and owner of The Barn Miami, Miami, Florida's most respected and recognized boutique specializing in exotic and classic automobiles. In addition to sales, he offers consulting services, consignments, and collection management for your dream car or an entire collection. Growing up and learning the automobile business from his father, Gaston, honed his skills, including customer care, relations, communications, sales, and most important, knowledge about the automobiles that he sells. He's also served with IAC PFA, the International Advisory Council for the Preservation of Ferrari Automobiles, You've seen The Barn Miami featured in numerous publications and shows, including Velocity Channel's South Beach Classics, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, My Classic Garage, FIU's own, the Alumni Association newsletter, and many others. So Gaston, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your business, your career, and a very obvious passion for some very cool automobiles? Yes, of course. Um, I like to say I've been doing this my whole life. It's a, it's really what you said. It's a passion. That's really the foundation of my entire lifestyle. That that's ultimately become a business, and I and I contribute that passion. It was handed down to me by my father, no doubt. He was in the business, as as you mentioned, and I had the opportunity of working with him as a kid during the summers, and later as I got older, high school and college, and. I was really able to learn and understand that this is something that I really want to do for the rest of my life. It wasn't really a default situation that I kind of fell into unwillingly. Absolutely not. It's it's just a passion. Yeah, absolutely. You're having fun, I am sure. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is something you may live by or work by. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah, so Gaston. Take the wheel. If I had to give some kind of, um, not so much a quote, it'd be more of a mantra. And that's, you know, take inspired action. A lot of us always uh, get ideas for things that we that we would hope and dream and want. But I feel a lot of us don't do enough to, to do something about that idea. So mm. take the initiative, take some inspired action and execute on it. Execute. There's the word. Yeah, it's it's so true. I've talked to so many people over the years that have some very great ideas, but they don't take that next step. And lots of times, would you agree that it's because either they don't know how to do it or it's just too hard or maybe capital is a problem? And if those are things you might agree with here, what are some steps you might offer them or some suggestions, I should say, so they can take that next step? Well, there's always you're always going to find a, a speed bump or something that's going to get in your way. Like you said, capital is always a big thing. 
but you don't have to start and be the biggest and the best from day one. You can take small steps. If, if, if it all depends, the circumstances are different for everyone. But if you like something, find out how to get involved in that world. Become an intern. You know, let's put money aside and just get your feet wet, get soaked, and you ultimately take a dive in that pool. And yeah, great points. Great points. We'll yeah. Present themselves. Exactly. And surround yourself with people that are doing that and uh, seek out mentors because most of the time entrepreneurs are very happy to take somebody under a wing and help them, give them some guidance and push them along. So uh, don't be an island. No man's an island. I think there's some from a book somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Great (laughs) advice. Well, you shared a little bit of this next question with us and it has to do with your father instigating a passion for cars in you. But but, you know, sometimes kids don't go the same path as their parents. You obviously did. Your dad obviously had a passion for this. But is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew, you know what, I am a car guy. That's where I'm going. <laughs> so it goes back as far as I can remember, okay? I mean, I was I have photographs of me being three, four years old playing with toy cars. And as I got older, those toys simply got a little more expensive from go-karts to go-peds and mopeds and anything that was motorized on wheels. Um, so much so that I bought my first car when I was actually nine years old to give you an idea. So I I became a car guy before I ever knew I was even a car guy. (laughs) Very cool. That's pretty neat. Buying your first car at nine. That's something. Wow. Very nice. Well, being an entrepreneur and being in any kind of business is fraught with ups and downs. I would love for you to share a big challenge, maybe even a big failure you faced, but more importantly, what was the lesson learned there? So kind of take us down that path. Tell us the story. And share with us how you came out the other side in a positive way. As Like you said, entrepreneurs, we encounter all kinds of challenges on a daily basis. And those don't, don't ever stop coming at you. It's a daily battle. You find it difficult or you think it's the worst thing in the world until something really close to home hits. And you, you kind of put things in perspective and understand what a true challenge can be. For me, it was... I, Outside of my business, most recently, my daughter, who is only six months old now, at birth, she was diagnosed with Down syndrome. And that for us was a, uh, a, huge, a huge lifestyle change and understanding as to why. But in life, when something hits you, you just got to keep going. It's how, it's how you react to things in life mm, that, yes. that really make the difference. Yeah, And for yeah. me, it has to be that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've got some friends who are in the same situation, and it's a readjustment of your whole mindset. And it can actually enlighten and and improve your life in a variety of ways, a magnitude of ways. I've had some folks on the show here who've encountered similar things with children that are have different challenges in their life, whatever that might face. And in every case, they've said, you know what, after we've kind of got over the initial shock, we move forward and it became just a part of our life and uh, kind of a shining star part of our life because it was we looked at it as this is something special, something unique, and we're going to embrace it and work with it. Is that how you and your wife have approached this? It's truly a blessing in disguise, and it's only been six months, so it's, we're still early in what our lives look like for the rest for the rest of our lives. But I think it's all in the attitude and how you react to things. Either you control the situation or it will control you. Those are the only two options. And thankfully, my wife and I, we put our heads together and we said, this is what we're going to do. And we took the positive route. And and the fact is that she is a blessing in our lives. And we're so happy. Well, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. That's absolutely spectacular. Nothing 
better than a child. I've got a daughter of my own, so I, I understand 100%. And uh, moving forward, uh, all the best wishes and love coming from this side of the microphone to you guys uh, as you go Thank through you. this wonderful journey with your new child. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about that first really special vehicle. You talked about being nine and getting a car. Maybe that's the car you want to share with me today. <laughs> uh, that's kind of a cool deal. What was that story all about? Well, it was a neighbor of where we where I grew up. He had posted this car outside with a four cell ad. It was a nineteen eighty one Toyota Corolla Coupe five speed, and there was a two hundred dollar sticker on it. And with the incentive of my dad, I won. Door. I had asked him if he'd sell me the car, and I offered him a hundred dollars. There you he go. Say, uh, he laughed at me, and he said, "If you're serious, I need you to come back with your father." And in fact, I did, and we purchased the car. And because my dad was in the automotive business, through his resources of the dealer, I, you know, we ultimately sold that car after I washed it and I tinkered with it myself. And my dad would, you know, a lot of hands on with my dad and just showing me. The, the ropes, essentially, at that point. And uh, I had the car for perhaps, you know, I, I can't remember what it was now, maybe two or three months. And we sold it for a profit for a whopping $250. Hey, so, <laughs> so your car business career began in nine. That's pretty cool. It began there. And then I, I kind of killed it when I bought a bicycle with that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. over. <laughs> uh, then you learned about depreciating assets. Exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I love that story. Well, no doubt you've owned a bunch of cool cars. A lot of cool cars have passed through your hands. But is there a vehicle in particular, let's say that you've owned that you really wish you had back? And let's take the monetary factor out of this because it's real easy to say, man, if I just kept that Ferrari, now it's worth this. I'm more interested in something that had an emotional tug to you. Oh, there's been so many cars that have, like you said, that gone by. And it's difficult to say because each one kind of uh, touches you a little differently. That's a that's a tough question and and one that for some reason just kind of pops out at me and is like you said nothing to do with value. It was a 1968 Plymouth Fury coupe, not an expensive car at all, not even a collectible perhaps for some people. But I bought it from the first owner, older lady in Indiana, an extreme low mileage, extremely original car, kept in the garage its entire life. And when I bought the car and the title came in the mail, I was so surprised to see that it was, in fact, the original title. I had never purchased a car that old with the original title. So the, the fact that this car was part of that person's family, it was part, you know, they gave me so many stories before they let the car go. And you understand at that point, that it was just, it was more than a car. And it, it was just about the story and it was the emotional attachment to that yeah. family and that car. So the fact that I was inheriting it, in a sense, was was really something special. Yeah. Did that go back to the days of the pink slip? Uh, it wasn't pink. It was this tiny little certificate. It, oh. it was not what you would consider to be a, you know, a title, essentially. But it did say title. But it was the state of Indiana. But it wasn't okay. pink. It wasn't colored pink, no. <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> I grew up in California, and you had, uh, of course, that great line, we're racing for pink slips. Uh, if you exactly. lost, you had to give up the pink, give up the title <laughs> of the car. But yeah, back in when I was a kid, my first car had a pink slip, you know. So that was kind of a Well, here in Florida, traditionally, yes, they're they're also pink. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here in Washington yep. they're green, but we're the evergreen state, so I'm sure that's where that came from. So that makes uh, sense. we've got all this rain and all these beautiful trees. Well, I would love for you to share with our listeners a lot more about the barn Miami. Let us know about this business, what they might expect when they 
They go and look at what you have to offer, all the different things that you do. So what has you excited and fired up about your business this year? A lot of things. You know, 2019 just started and we hit the ground running, no doubt. We have a um, very first, I mean, next week is Cavalino and I'll actually be there. In fact, I'm judging this year. And shortly after that, we have Amelia Island, which we've been selected to participate in. We're, we're taking a 1914 Benz. This is pre-merger Mercedes. And that car will be on the field getting judged. And it's my first Amelia Island experience from a judging standpoint. So that is huge for me. We were also expanding the business from a, from a size perspective, a physical size. We, we've outgrown the space that we're in and we have plans to grow that area. You know, we're a very curated boutique feel type of operation. So this is not your traditional dealership where you, know, you have flags waving and we're open for, for the public. Um, it's more of a direct one-on-one. I buy the cars, I sell the cars. And I feel, you know, clients have really appreciated that that personalized or personable service that, that we provided. And ultimately, they all become friends in some way or another. And, and it expands globally because we, we do so much business. I think the fact that we're in Miami, the gateway to South America and Europe, we do so much business, not only because I could probably say I've sold cars to every state, but I've also sold to most countries in Europe and South America, too. Wow, this is cool. Well, Cavalino, I'm jealous because uh, John and Alicia Barnes, they put on a fantastic show. I've been in the Cavalino many times. And this mm-hmm. time of year when it's raining up here in the Northwest, the idea of going to Florida sounds pretty darn nice, especially <laughs> to be surrounded by Ferraris and out at the Morosa racetrack. I mean, the beautiful things there. And of course, Amelia Island, Bill Warner's been on the show here twice and he puts mm-hmm. on a fantastic show. Congratulations for having a car that's going to be judged and for being a judge. That's a big deal. Uh, that show is is major, Amelia Island. I'm a cool show. I wish I could attend this year. It's just so far away from me, but uh, I'm going to get down there one of these times. So oh, I'll be, well, yeah, you count on me, Mark. Whatever you need, I'll see, I'll be sending you photos. You know, that's sure. Okay, okay, I'll count on it. Yeah, you know, that's the great thing about social media. I have so many friends now. I can kind of attend all these events a, a little bit vicariously at least through the uh, photos that people, I feel like I'm kind of there, at least in spirit. I know it's nowhere yeah, near yeah. like being there, but wow, that sounds fantastic. And for listeners to learn more about what you're doing, what's the best way for them to find the bar in Miami? Well, we're, we're scattered all over the internet. So first it's our website, the barnmiami.com. Uh, and secondly, we're, we're really heavily into social media. So you can find us on Instagram at the barn Miami. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, even YouTube. And me personally, too, Gaston Rosado. I have my own website. All my social media platforms are there, too. So a lot of cool back and kind of behind-the-scenes stories that we're constantly posting. Very cool. I'll make sure I put links to all those on Gaston's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. So go there and check him out. So, Gaston, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars yeah sponsor. Hey, Cars yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. 
You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah is now on MAV TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Gaston, we are back, and I have a very introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were an actual vehicle, you'd been manifested into a vehicle. This isn't what you want to be. It's how you perceive yourself as a vehicle. A little different twist there. What would you be and why? <laughs> That's a great question, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's very strange because only two vehicles come to mind, and they're so completely opposite. So if you don't mind, I'll share both. Yes, please do. How I wake up that morning. Okay. So (laughs) the first one would be a seat Chevy pickup from the eighties, that very bossy for cab short bed truck. Everything about that truck. I I feel such a simple, simplistic design. It's an easygoing vehicle. It's a practical vehicle. And I really relate to that car for some reason. And the second one would be an Alfa Romeo Giulia. GTA. Ooh. So a small, compact, racy little car. Yeah. Wow. Those are two very different vehicles. <laughs> You're know. a man of many facets, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just depends on how he woke up today. That's pretty good. Well, that's a unique yeah. answer. That's why I like that question. I get some very unique answers to that one. All right. We are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the, the truck or the GTV. A throttle here, depending on how you feel. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Someone once taught me that, the, from a business standpoint at least, when you buy a car, the money is made in the purchase and not the sale. And that's always something that stuck with me. And I always tell people I'm not in the business of selling cars, although it's what I do, of course. I'm more focused and concerned about buying cars. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, as in any investment, it goes back to that cliche saying, buy low, sell high. But I Mm -hmm. understand exactly what you mean. And especially if you're in the business of selling cars, buying cars is the most important aspect uh, because you got to buy it right. So would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? 
I think it's been the dedication and the consistency of when you want something, don't give up. So I literally obsess when I want something and, and I know what that goal is and I take the steps necessary to get there. So it's kind of what we had talked about earlier, you know, execute on what you want and it's baby steps little by little. And you ultimately get there. I have yet set a goal that I haven't achieved. There you go. Yep. Set a goal, make a plan, work the plan. How about a resource? Mm -hmm. There are great resources for us these days. Is there one in particular you'd like to share? Well, sure. I mean, there's tons of resources online and I think some of us know those, those major resources, but the one I've been using more and more recently, because it really is a wealth of knowledge from, from really any standpoint in the automotive collectability world is bring a trailer, bring a trailer.com. Um, you have tons of cars for sale that you can really get true market values for. But the great part is that each car has a commentary section where you can see the users posting opinions. And sometimes you get extremely knowledgeable knowledgeable people, excuse me, on these, on these cars where you learn something new. So between the website kind of encompasses the entire automotive lifestyle from a knowledge standpoint and a market standpoint. Yeah, exactly. I've had, Many friends who've bought and sold car th- cars there. Randy Donenberg, one of the founders, was an early guest here on Cars. Yeah, I need to call him and get him back on because it's been several years since he was on the show. But uh, yeah, that mm-hmm. uh, website is eating up a lot of my time when it shows up in the morning. And <laughs> I see all these things I didn't even know that I wanted that I have to have. So, uh, But I do like the, the message area. And, and you know what's kind of great about it is whenever you get someone in there that's maybe not making the best comment people will mm-hmm. jump on that a bit and go hey come on you know um but it, i think it gives a great clear dialogue even over some forums that i've been involved with uh where you can sometimes get a lot of comments that just yeah, are nonsensical absolutely. Yeah, it's and, a double-edged sword those comments but yeah you really get some good information if you can filter out the rest absolutely now if i can arrange for you to sit down and have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry living or deceased who would that be uh, first person that comes to mind is probably Wayne Carini. Although I've met him in the past at a local event, you know, I would love some one-on-one time with him. He's mm-hmm. someone that's been in his business for such a long time, and I'm yeah. sure he has tons of story in it. Two cars and and the, and the market itself. So uh, that would be the first person that comes to mind. He's a great guy. He's been a guest on the show. Uh, he listens to the show. At least he tells me in the mornings when he's working out. So a shout out to Wayne. Good morning, Wayne. Um, he's of course on the East coast with you. So it's late morning for you guys there, but uh, a little early for me here, but yeah, Wayne is great. And I love what I love about Wayne is he's just, he is what he is. He's the real deal. He's what you see there. That's the guy. Uh, you know, there's no, uh, antics or anything like that. And he knows his trade, knows his business. And, uh, it's just a genuinely nice person as well, which is, uh, also very refreshing in the world these days. Nice. He's been very, he's been very inspirational to me, especially knowing that his daughter also is a special needs child. So I find a lot of, I, I relate a lot to, to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he, he shared that when he recorded his show with me here. For those listeners that didn't listen to that show, please go back and find Wayne on the Cars Yard website. It was a great show and he, he shared a great inspiration about his child. And if you'd like, I'd love to make an introduction. Maybe uh, you guys could connect at least on the phone. He'll probably be at Amelia and maybe you can, uh, he can share a little bit of his wisdom uh, with his daughter and his life and his family and, and how they've worked through everything. That very nice guy. Yeah, I'll do that for you. Very, very nice guy. So how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? 
Well, the last book I read was actually, it's called Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it, I, I follow that model. I think it's important for any, it, social media has to be a crucial element for any business. I think in today's world, it's the way that the communication is taking place. And, and it's really such an impactful and effective way to, to grow a business. So I've read that book. I use his his theory, and so far I could say that it's been very successful. And I and I would recommend this book to anyone who has a business or simply it's a passion that they want to express and share with the world. Absolutely, yeah, I, I like following him. I wish he didn't cuss so much. That's the one part of his his whole thing on social media. I'm like, yeah, you really need to go there. Uh, but I know he's playing to a certain demographic, which yeah, is probably I would, exactly. that's, yeah, that's much, young, you know much younger than me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I do like his message. And what I love about his message is very much, hey, you got to get out there and work. Uh, you can't just sit back. You can't expect this stuff to just happen overnight. You got to work your tail off. That guy has worked his tail off. He was one of the original YouTube salespeople selling wine for his dad's business way back when YouTube came out. So very innovative guy and uh, has a lot of good messages. I just wish he would clean his mouth up a little bit, but that's just me. <laughs> Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I don't know. I don't think you need to do that. Well, I will remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources at the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Gaston. He's the only Gaston, so he'll be easy to find. G-A-S-T-O-N, Rosato, R-O-S-S-A-T-O, and those pages are all those links, I should say, will pop right up. All right, Gaston, we're up to the last question, and this would be a bit of a doozy for a guy who's handled a lot of cars like you. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car for you to keep, not sell, park in your garage. But there's a couple rules, and the first one is just that. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with or expand your business. You got to keep this thing and live with it. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here. And it's the only cool collector car you can have in the garage, which makes it even more difficult. So what's it going to be? I would go with a, a Ferrari 250 short wheelbase. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. An absolutely stunning car. I got I have a Cavalier on the back of my mind. That car just sticks out. I think it covers all the bases. It's a fun car. It's gorgeous. There's just nothing about it that I would change. Well, here's what I'm going to offer you. Last time I was at Cavalino, I got to drive one. I uh, sure. met a guy who was a friend of a friend. I had never met him before. He's always at Cavallino. I walked up to him and I said, hey, would you give me a ride in your car? And he said, nope, but you can drive it and toss me the keys. Oh, um, so when you're at Cavallino, there's going to be a red 250 SWB there parked on the lawn. It'll have a license plate that says Prova. Just go up and say, hey, Judd, Mark Green says hello and see what he says. All right. Okay. Well, certainly give that a uh, <laughs> haven't there had you, that pleasure yet. There you go. He's a very nice guy. He's owned that car for decades. Uh, fantastic car. If you follow me on Facebook, you'll see every Christmas I post a picture of that car with a Christmas tree on the top of it, which always brings about some very interesting comments. That's his car. Uh, and yeah, he did put a Christmas tree on the top of it. Uh, but he he drives that car. He uses it, but it's spectacular. And it's been in the family for a long, long time. So uh, wow. shout out to uh, Judd Dayton. All right, Gaston, you have taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off 
on down the Beeline Highway in that Ferrari 250 SWB. The biggest advice I can ever give anybody is simply, you know, don't focus on money. It doesn't matter if you're just buying a car. Don't worry about, you know, the later invest. Don't see anything as an investment. Buy the car because that's the car that you love. Mm -hmm. Same thing goes for life. The same thing goes for business. Don't follow the money. Do what you love. And ultimately, everything else will fall in line. Absolutely. Great advice. And again, what are the many ways people can learn more about the Barn Miami and Gaston Rosato? Yep. Simply visit us online, thebarnmiami.com. You can find us on social media with under that same name or gastonrosato.com. Same thing there you go. with social media. And I have a great YouTube channel where we're pumping out videos once a week. So that's very entertaining. All right. Very cool. Well, listeners, again, you can find all these links on Gaston's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Hey, Gaston, thanks for being so generous with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Say hello to all my friends at the Cavallino and Amelia. Man, I wish I could be there with you, maybe next year. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much, Mark. It was an honor to be on your show, and I look forward to talking with you soon. You're welcome. This was great fun. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.